Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Lucas and Vincent were not in the mainstream of gay life. I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls. Doesn't it bother you that he's a fag? You have done me a great service. Now I must service you. And the drugs were, were always a, a cry for attention, for somebody to pay attention to me before I, you know, kill somebody. <laughs> You can imagine what it smells like if you go into a closed room. Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me. Buckle up, sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies podcast. You're back to true crime, horror, and everything man on man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, staring at the beautiful face of my filthy little slave, Sam Hamilton. How are you, Sam? Don't lie, Master. I do not look beautiful today. I look like I've <laughs> been riding a motorbike or something. I, I had a bit hungover. night last night. He's a bit hungover. I'm actually, not, I'm not that hungover, but I like haven't showered. I'm, I'm a bit disheveled, basically. That's a yeah. It's a good look. No, the the we'll rough around the edges we'll, look. We'll pretend I had a rough around the edges kind of night, but sadly it was just me and the pillow. Well, that's a form of love. Self love. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I held it tight. Speaking of love. That's a Ted. That's a, that's a tie-in. Uh, we're looking at a film today, which is about some, I guess, problematic love interests. Is maybe a way you could frame this movie. Uh, we all relate to that as well. This is universal. Maybe we don't meet them at a lake cruising, but you know, we all. I don't know. I don't understand the main character here. I um. We'll talk about that in a second. But the the main character, Frank um frank 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 um frank yeah frank frank will be french (laughs) he's Uh, french okay makes some very silly decisions in my opinion um we're talking about the movie stranger by the lake uh which premiered in 2013 and is written and directed by elaine garodi Ok, 
The overall plot uh, is that there is a murderer at a popular cruising beach um, in France, uh, and our main character, Frank, develops a bit of an infatuation with the killer. Okay, here uh, is something that confused me from the get-go. Sorry to interrupt, Jared. Yeah. But it's it seems like Frank was, like, going to the beach to like find it's, he was using it as like a dating spot not a cruising spot it was like he was looking yeah, yeah, for yeah. love and felt really rejected when guys didn't immediately like fall for him and i'm like isn't the whole point of being here to have anonymous sex this isn't bloody speed dating well, yeah i so there's another factor we're, we're, we're already getting off track here but like another factor that confused me is um what era this movie was meant to be set is it meant to be in like the 2000s or is it meant to be older well, the cars were all old makes and there was never any mobile phones or anything. So I would yeah. interpret it was meant to be like the 80s or 90s maybe. And his Speedo is quite retro. But I mean, retro's in anyway. Um, yeah, Frank wears a Speedo or doesn't wear a Speedo for a lot of the film. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a lot of nudity in this film and a lot of actual sex in this film, which I've realised. So I've seen this movie twice now. The first time I watched it, I loved it but I think I just love naked men <laughs> because, because I rewatched it and I was like, this is okay. What did you think overall? I mean, I think it's like sort of like a strong mood piece. It doesn't, I mean, I was, I was actually kind of encapsulated in the, in the plot, but it's one of those films where yeah, not a whole lot actually happens. Um, it's no. more. When we do a plot it's recap, almost... it's going to be the quickest episode in terms of a yeah. plot recap, I think. <laughs> It, it's kind of like a fly on the wall of like two or three weeks of someone's summer and they seem to have no life and go cruising every day and then they fall in love. <laughs> yeah. And like there's beautiful cinematography, um, but it's definitely, it's one of those ones which I usually like, which is strange. Like I, I don't mind a slow paced film. This is maybe a bit too slow paced for me. Like See, I think that the pacing works because it sort of allows you to enter the relationship with, with Frank. Like I, you sort of feel like you're also being lured in and wowed by this mysterious, what's his name again? Michelle? Mikel? Uh, Michelle, yes. <laughs> yes, Not Michelle. 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 You, you kind of feel like you're being almost like love bombed or whatever the term would be. You kind of, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense, why is he falling for this guy? Why is like at a cruising spot? Why is he going there to find love, et cetera? I feel like the slow burn allows you to sort of understand the attraction in a way. It has a kind of otherworldly feel in some respects. Like this entire movie takes place at the beach. Like there's no indoor shots. It's like a separate world exists on this beach. And maybe if you're just caught up in this world like Frank is, um, you make some of the silly decisions that you do throughout this film. But I don't know. I, I, I struggled to understand, like, get him as a character. Um, it was all a bit 
vague. There's some characters as well, like the bloody police detective, which shows up at some point, which are like comical. Like, I don't quite get what they were going for. Um, yeah, I don't know. I loved it on a first watch. On a second watch, didn't like it at all. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't say I loved it, but I think I, I think it, it still worked for me. Okay. All right. Well, that's probably a good, you know, primer to going into the plot to the extent that there is a plot. So if you haven't seen Stranger by the Lake, highly recommend that you watch it before going forward. I think it's on YouTube movies or something. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can get it on YouTube. So it's like $4. You can rent it for two days or you can buy it for $17. Ah, don't buy it. It's not worth buying. I don't know. I don't, would, it's, if you're going to rate it out of I five. I can imagine revisiting a lot. So I think I wouldn't buy it for that purpose. No, no. It's not a rewatchable. Compared to a lot of other movies that I tend to like uh, on here, um, particularly foreign films, I tend to usually prefer them. But uh, Stranger by the Lake didn't quite do it for me. All right, let's get into the plot. Uh, as we said, uh, the main character of the film is Franck, played by, I'm going to butcher some names here, Pierre Deladonchamp. That sounds about right. You're kind of turning me on a bit with this pronunciation. Pierre Deladonchamp. Mm. Uh, he is a regular visitor to this kind of nude beach, which has woods nearby that guys uh, cruise uh, around. Um, one day, as he's visiting the nude beach, he meets someone new there, a very innocent, I felt really sorry for this guy, an older man named Henry, um, played by Patrick Da... Okay, I'm not going to be able to do that one. Da Asumka, maybe. Um, Henry you is, is an old guy who uh, has just broken up with his wife or girlfriend, I can't remember, um, and now just kind of sits near the cruising spot at the beach. And is just a bit of a sad guy, really. Yeah, he's a sad guy of a great heart, though. And of course, our, like, boyish sort of um, kind-natured protagonist befriends him. Yeah. I wish How that old a really hot guy would just come up be? to me um, and, like, be my best friend. Um, oh. I would guess late 20s. I know that the actor was like 35 at the time, but he's presented as quite innocent. Um, yeah. It would, yeah. Which would infer to me he's meant to be like young and a little bit naive potentially. Yeah. And Henry's probably early 50s or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. that sounds about right. So they have a conversation. They strike up a bit of a, um, a friendship. Uh, whilst speaking to Henry... Frank spots a very hot man in the distance, uh, Michelle, uh, played by Christoph Powell. Uh, Michelle looks like Tom Selleck. He has this very like 70s porno He does look vibe. a lot like Tom Selleck, actually. I was thinking, who does he look like? And that's exactly who he looks like. You know, that, that's... Um, so Elaine Garrity, the writer-director... Um, in casting that's the reason he cast him is because he looks like Tom Selleck and I think Elaine Garrity has a thing for Tom Selleck so well he has a pretty good dick too so you know two for two <laughs> yeah um As oh, not yeah. Tom Selleck we mention, they're nude throughout all of this this is a nude beach not just a and we, st we see actual beach. ejaculation yeah it's mildly titillating uh, although not the actors, they swapped them out for body doubles for more the for the yeah you could scenes. always tell because they would yeah they would never show like the actors 
in the same sh- like they would never show faces in the same shots as the cum was happening yeah 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 um so when he uh spots the sexy sexy michelle uh frank uh tries to find him in the forest but he finds that michelle is hooking up with another guy um what i love about so the the like cruising part in the forest i love that it, it meets all of the like tropes of what happens in real life like there's always that one guy who's just kind of jacking off nearby yeah. like go away it was like it felt very representative of actually i mean i've never been to a cruising spot when i've gone to like you know sex clubs or saunas or whatnot there's always all the all this all the stereotypes are definitely represented in this film yeah there's always some poor guy who can't like get laid directly and so just wants to like wank nearby and just observe and you're like go away <laughs> anyway um so uh frank is annoyed because michelle uh, he's hooked up with another guy there's also a funny point as he's leaving the cruising forest um he runs into this this random guy who's like where are all the girls at <laughs> and then and um uh, frank's like oh i think you've got the wrong idea and he's like no no women come here sometimes too it's like oh maybe in an alternate reality yeah, I, mean, I felt like that was trying that was trying to imply that that guy was like closeted and was just in denial. Oh, really? I thought he was just like an idiot and thought he'd be able to just like when the women showing up. Um, isn't that I like thought, the classic I, I just, stereotype with a nude beach that like it's all just men? <laughs> there's gonna be like hot Swedish like female models, and you get there and it's like a bunch of like seven year old men who are just like yeah having a yarn, you know, with the dicks out. I like a good nude beach. I like a that'll be me I, when I'm seventy. I yeah I reckon I'm gonna be end up being one of those people as well. Like I um, like in a completely non-sexual way, I like a bit of a nudist environment. Okay, well, mm. why don't we record the next episode naked? <laughs> Will that put you at ease? We could do a, a live stream for for patrons naked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them Look, would love maybe. That. Well, you know, I I am comfortable with my body, Jared. I I can be nude if if it if it's if it's a requirement or even a suggestion helps get us the revenue in um so um frank seems to be going literally every day in summer to this to this cruising spot which as you said earlier is like maybe a bit pathetic i don't know um well he he, can easily meet a man in real life or doesn't he have friends to catch up with this is meant to be summer break guys yeah so yeah maybe frank's not a well guy in many respects um he tells henry about the sexy man that he saw and he has a conversation with henry all about it henry so i'm guessing that henry is actually like attracted to men he just doesn't want to pursue it is that the vibe you got yeah well i I felt like he was just sort of i think henry was aware of his position on the uh, gay triarchy so to speak he was yeah. he's like an older overweight man, so he's kind of happy to just watch and soak it in, but he's not, um, yeah, he never actually pursues anything. Well, I mean, not really until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Frank swims out to Michelle uh, and they end up having a conversation on the beach, uh, but then very quickly, Michelle's uh, spurned lover comes up. And is very like snarky and saying like I was waiting for you in the woods, um, and then Michelle, yes, and then Michelle leaves with him. So Frank is um, a bit sad by that situation. 
he goes into the woods and hooks up with a random guy. Again, we have our sad little random jerking off man <laughs> there. Um, and then we cut to um, later at night. It's gone nightfall um, when Frank comes back to the beach. And in the distance, he, says, he sees Michelle and ostensibly Michelle's boyfriend or lover initially playing in the water. Um, it starts off, it's a wide shot. It's a real, that, this is actually a very well filmed scene, I think. It's this like wide long shot where the two guys are kind of playing around, dunking each other in. And then Frank sees Michelle pushing down the guy's head uh, and drowning him in the water. Um, and the way this scene was done, I, I looked it up, because um, it's all it's it's one shot, right? Like it's a static one yeah. shot. What they did is it was the actor who played Michelle and a professional freediver. And so what they did is they got that guy to go under and this freediver just swam so far that he was out of frame, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, I, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't read that tidbit. I like that. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because it's it's literally just a one yeah, shot. It lingers for it lingers for a long time. So it's like, what happens to that person? How are they still alive? Well, I I, I either thought I thought they might have had like people with scuba gear or something underneath. I don't know how they would have done it, but no, he just kind of free dived out of shot, which is pretty cool. And they can um, magic. So this is where the main character loses me a bit, though. So Frank Frank, not Frank Frank, um, has just seen Michelle drown a man and he becomes infatuated still with Michelle like it doesn't even seem to factor in like he just kind of puts it out of his mind love um, is blind <laughs> is it so is it blind to murder I don't know yeah I don't know it's probably saying something about primal attraction or something you know he just even though he knows he's bad, he just can't stay away. I feel like this, obviously, this would have made more sense if it was like something ambiguous, you know, like like maybe he saw a glimpse of something, but yeah, he's witnessed the entire scenario. So it's a little odd that he's like, yeah, sure. I want to start dating him. Yeah. So he's got something going on and it's the next day um, uh, late at night at the cruising spot, Michelle and Frank actually hook up um and um frank even says i think i'm falling in love following that that first hookup which i'm like god that's a bit pathetic uh, this is just a french thing because there was also that movie i forget what it was called but it's about those two guys and they have sex and one of them has hiv and the other one doesn't and uh, then they like um, fall in love and he's like i'll spend 30 days of you while you're on prep i mean pep but yeah 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 and, and they like fall for each other in the one night. Maybe this is just a bit of a French trope, you know. It's just they are they are on overdrive. It that's like it's like numbers. It's like sixteen something or twenty something. That movie. Yeah, What's I can't called? remember, but yeah, yeah, it just made no yeah, sense yeah. to me. I was like, this oh, movie. Yeah. I am completely not invested in this. I do not believe this. But maybe in France, romance is just a whole new ball game. Maybe I need to move over there. Maybe I could deal with a bit of romance in my life. I can be a bit uh, intense in love sometimes. <laughs> um, so when uh, Frank and Michelle hook up, um, these are my notes. My notes are 69er scene and then spit for lube, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark. So there's obviously. Yes, yeah, it's primal, this, it's hot. 
spit for lube. How long is that going to last for? Like, I don't know. I've two or three. I've done it a thrusts. few times. Really? I don't yeah. know. This is probably overshare, but last time I was in an orgy, there was only spit. How does it? It dries up. Unless something, I was quite out of it. So there's a chance something. This makes it sound like I was at like a camp sex party or something. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, lube could have somehow made its way without me noticing. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> My mom on occasion is like, oh, I listened to the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's fine. We all have needs. So this is the starting point of Franck and Michelle uh, developing a, a relationship. Um, after a few days, the body of the drowned man is discovered um, at the beach, and that causes a bit of like a, a panic amongst guys who were at the beach. Um, and this is when we have this uh, investigator, this police officer, start attending the scene. And Am I weird to thinking like he is kind of comical in a weird way? No, he and, and he just seems to materialize out of nowhere as well. He like floats into the scenes. And it's like the way he asked questions and stuff. He's like a like an expector, like a pink panther type uh detective. Yeah, I wasn't um, exactly sure what they were going for here. I think they were meant to be showing that he was like clueless and not from this kind of world. But yeah, whether yeah. or not it was intentional, I definitely also had a few chuckles. They well, so this is this um this Inspector uh, asks Frank and Michelle about the drowned swimmer. Um, Michelle denies that he ever knew him. And then Frank kind of covers it up and doesn't say anything because he's in love with Michelle. After, after one spitty lube session, you know, he, he, he's Must been good. I mean, the guy who plays Michelle is hot, but I don't know if I'd rank him as... I think Frank just has really low self-esteem here. Yeah, I think the guy who plays sure he can get a hooker is the murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, uh, there's there's trouble in paradise though. Um, Michelle at one point asks Frank, "Do you think I killed him?" And they get into a huge fight over it. Um, and Michelle ends up leaving. Uh, the, the 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 horny little chubby man that's been jacking off in the distance up until now. Uh, finally gets his chance and yeah, he gets his head. moment. <laughs> it's so sad. It's, it's sad because I know these people exist. Where like they don't even want something for themselves. They just want to give the hot person a blowjob. I mean, the, the whole scene was sort of a little awkward anyway because he basically pressures Frank into it. Although Frank seems to enjoy it once it happens. Yeah. Um, Again, but yeah, like a cruising venue. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just that sad. It was, yeah, it is just that sad sort of yeah. Like, don't even worry about me. Let me service you, master. It's how I speak to Jared. No, I know. It's our dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it's our dynamic. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, when I get drunk, I do flirt with Jared. We did make out recently. Just we did. Know. We did. They're gonna love that. They're gonna. <laughs> the fan fiction will continue. The sinister sissies fan fiction oh. will continue. Uh, Michelle and Frank end up reconciling um, right at the point where the detectives are kind of narrowing in on the fact that, that something is a bit amiss. Henry is also um, developing his suspicions about Michelle at this time as yeah, well. Henry's got Michelle figured out. Yeah, uh, but Michelle and Frank reconcile. Um, you can tell Frank still uh, doesn't trust uh, Michelle so there's at one point where Michelle says do you want to go swimming together and Frank is like ah oh, nah 
<laughs> everything's fine. Eventually it gets to a point where uh, Frank is out swimming in the water and Michelle is at the beach and we have poor pathetic Henry comes up and confronts Michelle for being a murderer, um, then leaves to go into the woods and glances back at Michelle, which I think we're meant to interpret is Henry wanting to be killed, right? Yeah, I took it as like a come and get me. Yeah, he's like miserable. Take me out of my misery. Yeah. Miserable old man and, and wants to be killed. Um, Frank returns to the beach. It's deserted. He walks into the woods and stumbles upon Henry's body with his throat slit. And but before that, though, he he sees Michelle walking out of the woods, so he know like, oh, out of the right. bush where Henry is, so he knows that Michelle definitely killed him. Yeah, um, and now Michelle starts to try and find and stalk Frank. Um, he sees Michelle kill the police inspector again out of nowhere. There's no context of why the police inspector was there at that point. Um, he starts stabbing him with a knife, um, and the film ends with. Frank in hiding in the woods with Michelle calling out his name. Um, he stays silent for a long period of time. And then all of a sudden, Frank gets out of his hiding place and starts yelling Michelle's name. Um, and that's where the movie ends, kind of on a, a bit of a kind of ambiguous ending as to whether or not Michelle kills Frank. But like, why is he calling out his name? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess the film is just tr is trying to say something about like when you become like intimately obsessed with somebody, there's just not, you know, you're hooked and you can't get out. I think it's meant to be this like this, this dangerous des desire that just can't be reconciled. Like he just can't, but it, just, it, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think I'm but, maybe just not romantic enough for this movie because I'm just like the, the my my Jared, image. I think most people wouldn't want to date somebody who they just watch murder somebody. So well, yeah, I think, I think it's like, not just you. No, but like I, I think are we meant to be sympathetic towards Frank? Because I kind of think he's a dick for what he's doing and not reporting it and not caring about that guy getting murdered. Like, are we meant to be like, oh, everyone has longings for love? Because I view him as kind of quite pathetic really well yeah i i mean this is something that interests me i mean um not to make this all about me but i mean no. my film is sort of similar in a way it's a bit like it's been out for long enough now spoilers can come but yeah mm -hmm. it's about someone who almost knowingly falls for a murderer and keeps dating him but i guess she uses him to her advantage as well but in her case she had reasons if i'm remembering your movie correctly like as in he was going after people that wronged her yeah yeah he, he was um, but that's not even the case here. Like here, Frank's not getting anything other than sex with Michelle, which must I be I think incredible. sometimes when you become, maybe it's, I don't know, sometimes when you develop an intense infatuation with someone, it's like they can do anything and you, you're you just hooked still. And I, maybe that's what the film was sort of trying to tap into. I'm sure you, the director probably just, just mentions the word passion and instinct and obsession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I um I haven't seen I don't think I've seen any other Elaine Garrody films, um, but I'm assuming it's yes similarly very romantic um, understanding of these sorts of things. I don't know. I again I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Um, 
on a rewatch, I just found everything kind of baffling. Um, beautifully shot, but like the plot is like we powered through this plot because the plot is so thin. Yeah, well, I, I, I definitely say it's more of a mood piece. And I think if you're not a fan of logic gaps in cinema, this isn't going to be for you. But if you can just sort of go along for the ride, I don't know. I kind of was very pulled into it. And I sort of, I didn't understand why he pursued Michelle, obviously, but I was, I was feeling that sort of unbridled desire that you can't just, you just can't switch off. I don't know. I, I was becoming Frank. Maybe this is how I'm going to die. This is, this is, Maybe. This is how I'm Do going. you know what? I could see you falling for some like rough around the edges type guy who maybe does some, maybe not murder, but something else dodgy. Well, look, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll TBC on that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do like my mysterious brooding boys. So, you know, it's, it's where my love life complications come from. So I think if you're, if you're interested in artsy French films, which I usually am, but if you are, you might like this film. I reckon it's at least watching if you're into that. If you can't stand slow paced films, you're going to hate this. Um, maybe just, I'm sure there's some sort of like X tube uh, edited version of just the naked bits. Maybe you oh, just totally. want to check that out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Sinister Sissies podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sinister Sissies. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared Bartle. That's Jared with a Y. You can follow us on Instagram and contact Sam at Sinister underscore Sissies. And Correct. we would very much appreciate if you could support us on Patreon. You get uh, early content as well, early and ad-free content, I should say, as well as after shows for all the episodes that we release. Uh, until next time, though, stay sinister. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.